This is Saturday morning's must-listen format. The Melbourne Racing Panel. Working our way through the meeting at Sandown on the hillside circuit with David Gately, Mark Under, Jamie Rogers from the tap. Victoria today, we're also racing at Wangaratta. It's a good fall with the rail through there. And the picnics are back at their home, Woolamai. So no transferred meeting. A soft seven at Woolamai. If you want to go country racing today, you could do a lot worse than head to Woolamai for the picnics there. What a great venue that is. We're up to race four in the meeting at Sandown. It's over 1,600 metres, a benchmark 70, and it's clearer scratchings. Jamie, how's the market looking? Well, Warren, there's three horses in particular that's seeing support here, but I will start up at the one with He's the Real Deal, who's at $11 and has seen some support at the each way price, as has the three, our Lone Star at $21. But where the support's coming through is for Estrata at $7. Artika is the $3 favourite and is definitely the best-backed runner in this race. And then the 11, Oceana Blue at $10, is holding the exact same amount of money as Estrata, the nine. How's the... Tempo and the way the race shapes up here look, Gator? Yeah, the speed looks okay, doesn't it? He's the real deal, son of Emperor. I think Oceana Blue's right there. Um, Tasman Park shouldn't be far away. And Netanyahu. So uh, looks to be probably, I think they'll go above benchmark 70 average speed here. And I think that'll suit Arteca, who was a sectional star first up in a terrific win at Maui, sustaining a long sort of wide run. That formed well and truly frank. Then I have to think the wide run was costly at Flemington. Spieling and Braden Star packing them. I think a dry track won't hurt either. Tasman Park, neat change up speed to win on debut and took a pretty handy scalp last time in obfuscation. It was probably one of the better runs of the day, Wednesday, at, uh, at this track. I think Son of Emperor is the best roughie. Had a lot of pressure first up, had to fade for you. This horse always improved second up and did so last trip to. Uh, to win, then beat Flash Feeling. So you can clearly tie that form in through a ticker. And there's Oceana Blue and Estrada in the mix for exotics. But 10, 8, 7, 11. How are you playing this race, Mark? I think our ticker should win, Warren. A uh, good win two ago at Maui. Really strong win over a decent horse. And then Matron Bullwinkle, Shannon Burge form at Flemington is winning form for a race like this. It sat wide there, ran well. Should get a nice run behind them. I think it's only got to run to that Flemington run, and it's the winner here to beat... Eight Tasman Park is a nice horse. I think it will go even better out to the mile. I think it's the danger. Four Beretta. I wanted to tip Beretta when I first looked at the race with the blinkers on for the first time off a good run last time. But, gee, the format of that race has just been horrible. So that's McQuarrie there. And nine, Estrada, who sat wide first up, ran well, always runs well at Sandown, this horse. Got a good draw, has got a chance. I think 10 should win. 10, 8, 4 and 9. There, Mark Hunter's numbers, 10, 8, 4 and 9, 10, 8, 7 and 11 from David Gately. I'm also with number 10, Arctica. I think she's at a backable price and one of the better bets on the card. Tough run at Flemington. We know the Maran Eustace stable can put weeks between runs of horses. They don't lose anything from a fitness perspective and her last two runs, I think, are good enough to be the benchmark here. 10, it have 9, Ostrada, like the first up run, closed off well or strip fitter, might even settle a little closer with the rise in distance. 11, Oceana Blue, she got all the favours last start, but firm ground, I think, as Peter Moody outlined earlier, is the key to her, and she got her career off to a terrific start, and she looks to have come back well. I think she's at least a trifecta first for hope. And eight, Tasman Park, he's trying to maintain that unbeaten run, takes on tougher opposition, gets onto firmer ground, but does look to have upside. Ten, nine, eleven, and eight from me. 
Race fives over 1,600 metres, a benchmark 100. It's clear of scratchings in the rematch of Detonator Jack and Green Fly. How's the, the market treating that rematch, Jamie? Well, Warren, I don't think anyone's going to be surprised to see that it's just those two runners that are seeing the support here. So the six is Detonator Jack, who is now into a dollar sixty-five, and he is the best-backed runner, not just in this race, but on the entire program. He's holding double more than what Green Fly is, currently at $3.60. And then if you wanted to find something a tiny bit wider, pounding at $12 and two thirty, the place has seen a very small dabble, but it really is just about Detonator Jack and Green Fly. How do you think they might run along here, Mark? I think Siegfeld in the blinkers. Warren might just charge at the front from three and, yeah, he should set a decent tempo. Got Black Sail going forward outside it and then maybe uh, Sosie Bon or Extra Elusive not far behind them. The two obvious ones, I think, will settle second, last and last. I think they'll come sweeping down the outside and dominate the race. On with number six, Detonator Jack. I just think, well, it's trolled terrific since that runner went, went, went really well there with a the big weight. I can see it settling in front of Green Fly, uh, charging down the middle, hitting the front. And just on the better track, I'll go with Detonator Jack to beat number seven, Green Fly. A good first start, but a terrific win second up. It's a nice horse. Just has to bring that form onto dry ground. That's the only query there is with the horse. I think nine pounding is the most likely third place getter with no weight. And then maybe number five, Flashar, who's been around the bush. It's going okay. It's got some place chance. They should dominate the race. I'm going with six, six, seven, nine, and five. How are you reading this contest, Gator? Yeah, you're going to cut, copy and paste uh, for me those four. Look, I think uh, Detonator Jack was obviously, well, it was a brilliant winner first up off the back of a, a terrific jump out and thought, okay, this is a group this is a group horse, no worries. He did look home uh, at Ballarat. Now, Greenfly got to the outside rail, um, the unused ground, and ran him down. But what he did do was run an absolutely outstanding last 200 figure, 11.12 at the tail end of a day where there was raining, I mean, it was raining all day. The next fastest home all day was Detonator Jack, and he was almost a second slower that last 200. You'd never see that sort of stuff. So I think he's certainly a danger again to Detonator Jack. I'm just leaning back that way um, with a little relative weight advantage. I'll both be suited 1,600. I think Mark's point's the most salient. Uh, green fly... There's a lot of talk that he's a really good wet tracker. Uh, so now he's got to do it on top of the ground. Pounding it back onto dry, that's the key to him. And the last time Flash R was in a benchmark, a 100, he beat uh, Milford, a recent Group 3 winner. 6795. Yeah, David Gately and Mark Hunter's numbers, 679 and 5. Little variation for me. I thought if you could get somewhere close to even money, Detonator Jack was, was one of the bets of the day. He's pretty tight in the market now, but I do think he can turn the tables on Greenfly. Six, ahead of seven, Greenfly. Whereas Gator Outline ran some terrific late sectionals, but got a fantastic ride to be able to find that part of the track, but then he was able to produce that effort, so it's a positive sign for him. Got to transfer that onto rain-affected ground. I think Blinkers back on, Flash R, inside draw, race with his reasonable speed. I think he'll be hitting the line strongly and getting back onto firmer ground, the key for pounding six, seven, five and nine for me in race five. Race six is over 1,400 metres. It's a benchmark 78. Another race that's clear of scratchings. Jamie, how's the market looking? Well, Warren, there's three horses in particular that are all holding the exact same amount of money, but there is also support coming through for some other runners. So the one in blistering at $9.50 has seen a little bit of interest, but the 
the best backed runner at odds is the five in Reputable. $51 into $41, now into $34. The six in Cardigan Queen at $10 has seen a bit of interest. The favourite is So You See at $3.50 and is definitely the best backed runner. But the eight in Bella Riche at $6 is holding just a tiny little bit less than that in terms of support. Life Lessons at four sixty has also had a bit of a dabble, but wrote to Arataki at $8 is holding the same as So You See and Bella Riche. Don't know if there's mad speed here, but I thought Tubby Two Tracks, perhaps Reputable, Blistering Starring Roll, they could all be somewhere near the speed and, and set at least a, an even tempo. Don't think that uh, number nine life lessons has to be too far away from a favourable draw either. She's got some tactical speed. She's got a couple of runs under the belt. and She's come back in terrific order and she actually performed well in her first racing preparation. But she looks to have taken good improvement during that break. So I'm going with nine life lessons ahead of seven. So you see who was chasing life lessons last start first up. So you'd think there's more improvement in so you see. She does stay at the 1400 metres here. She might be looking for a bit further, but. Still on the fresh side, I think she's a legitimate danger. Eight Ballet Riche has jumped out nicely between runs. She'll appreciate balancing up here at 1,400 metres on the hillside circuit. And 10 right to Arataki was terrific first up, hit the line strongly. You'd think he'll balance up back in the field from that draw and be one of the horses storming home. Nine, seven, eight and ten for me in race six. Gator, how are you reading it? Yeah, look, um, uh, I thought it's a, a tough race to assess. I've lent to So You See, who obviously chased Life Lessons Fresh with the 60-and-a-half. Just couldn't reel her in. Um, I think Fitter, obviously she was first up, Life Lessons was second up, with a two-and-a-half kilo swing. Add to that, she's drawn out. Life Lessons is drawn in. So it might be advantage, so you see, as well by race six. So lent that way. Cardigan Queen, all of a sudden, is a big price, coming off a forgivable run for Minor Cram, and I don't think she got around that track at all. And the fresh run was a ripper. You can tie her form in easily through the likes of Barb Raider and and those sort of horses with our top pick. So she's a silly price in my humble. And San Tiro, well, what a return last week. Still trying to work out how she ran the day's quickest last 200 without being ridden. She was hopelessly held up. I thought I'll back her in anything next time. But she bobs up seven days later in a borderline um, stakes race. So uh, they're all in the quaddy, spoiler alert, seven, six, nine, and three. How are you playing the first leg of the quaddy, Mark? I'm going wide, Warren. I think it's a fantastic race with a lot of chances. I'm going to tip number nine, Life Lesson, a Life Lesson, who won a really weak maiden there first up and nothing to write home about. Then went last time and just jumped out of the ground for a huge win. So it might be just on the improve, come back a much, much better horse, gets a good run behind the speed, as you referenced, and I'll go with Life Lesson here to beat number seven. So you see, no real excuses there first up, but fitter and a weight turnaround and a good horse, I think it's the danger. Ten wrote to Arataki has got the My Whisper dry track form from last campaign. Terrific first up. will be steaming down the middle. And three Santero. Just the fact that Paddy's backing it up a week later is a great sign. The horse had a lovely track out there first up. Went enormous. And it's in the mix also. Terrific race. Nine, seven, ten and three. Mark Hunter with nine, seven, ten and three in the first leg of what he's suggesting is a wide quaddy. Gator with seven, six, nine and three. My numbers are 9, 7, 8 and 10 and also agree it's a wide first leg of the quaddy. 
Almost time for a break here on RSN 927. Just a reminder, after 9 o'clock, David Gately will take us through the big Ingham meeting at Randwick in detail. We'll get some best bets from Eagle Farm. Michael Maxworthy will be a regular feature as we build toward the Magic Millions on the Gold Coast with the Brisbane Carnival kicking into full gear. Harry White will guide us through that Wangaratta meeting with a quaddy and best bets. George Veruja will guide us through a big night, Silver Chief night at the Meadows. And ID22 final will have all covered at the, uh, the Inner Dominion tonight with Andrew Bensley at Melton and Ryan Phelan will try and give us all the winners from about quarter to ten onwards prior to the team taking over with cracking the code. So plenty to come on RSN 927 this morning. Right now, it's time for a break.